0: Happy New Year, Victoria. Happy
1: New Year. Oh, is it?
0: I don't know, is it?
1: I'm not with you around.
0: <laughs> However, I you're...
1: am good and fan dabby dozy.
0: What are your New Year's resolutions for 2024?
1: Uh, To stop chasing yo sorry ass.
0: Is this going to be the big one? This is, this is, this is going to be the year of myths?
1: No, it's the year of death.
0: My switch has got my little switch here. It says on it, you turn me on.
1: <laughs> you have to get it where you can. Oh. <laughs> Quite. Or while you can.
0: And while I still can, because I'm, I'm a 57-year-old man, and this year <gasps> I'm going this? to be 58.
1: You look very handsome.
0: How old is that?
1: About that old. <laughs> you better watch yourself, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you drinking? More booze?
1: It's No, I told you it's hibiscus tea
0: hibiscus is that a desperate attempt to sober up after your boozy afternoon my
1: talk sport mug how come
0: you've got a talk sport mug you've never presented on talk sport have you or have you
1: uh yes i have actually
0: is that with johnny gould
1: johnny johnny johnny's got a new show everybody
0: yeah tune into
1: his show on. i think
0: it's how come he hasn't invited you to co-host on his new show then yes
1: actually i told you that
0: well, i think i think you slightly just, misunderstood I'll just do
1: a re- a true retake he said that was that was so funny that exchange because he went he said something like oh so you know you must come and join me uh, as in just something you say in showbiz and i was like okay when does it start i'll be there from the first one and he was like um,
0: go away please that's not quite what somebody I mean.
1: call her and stand her down <laughs> <laughs> is this like
0: he? He said. He said. Oh, we really must catch up soon. And you thought he said, "I'll be. I want you to be my co-presenter."
1: <laughs> I actually believe Pete, the what bullshit. What they say, people... what
0: they mean.
1: <laughs> Can you tell the difference? <laughs> I can't tell the difference. You're you're slightly spectrum-ish.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, in showbiz, if somebody says, "Oh, I want you to be my co-presenter," what they normally mean is, "Let's just go for a drink." Yeah, very drunk. You hear it the other way around. Does
1: it mean I want to slip you the old dude <laughs>
0: I don't know, you tell me.
1: Is that your line? Uh,
0: No, it's not my line. (laughs) I'm I'm not presenting anything.
1: No, I know, and I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) But I am, and I'm Victoria Mitzi. I'm hating into the new year. (laughs) New year, new mitts. New rear, new mitts.
0: I'm Ben Ando, I'm a former journalist from uh, I worked, i got all. He doesn't like places, saying that RTN, anymore BBC. because he
1: thinks think having been out of the loop for how many years till you, since you, till
0: you leave the BBC. Oh God, I haven't. I haven't been on in, podcast. Well, apart from my brief minutes. appearance last summer on the Jeremy Vine program, I haven't. Oh, actually we don't been talk on about it,
1: that. I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> it was offensive. On, it was offensive on, in the non-mentioning of the podcast. <laughs> I haven't been. On,
0: <laughs> I, that, I, it wasn't appropriate. National nothing, radio, you say. And I'm not nothing if not a professional broadcaster,
1: you don't say.
0: And I'm nothing if not a professional. Um I haven't been on air for the, for a major broadcaster since two thousand and nineteen, the very end of. So that's how out of touch I am, daddy.
1: And and this mummy's been on the airwaves.
0: You have lightened your screens. You've been on the air far more recently than I have. Yep. Victorian Mitzi. What podcasts were made for? Because so when I'm are you next on it? air? When can we next tune into oh, the yes. great?
1: Well, I've I've become a pod reviewer. I'm a bit more focused on playing with my. Word.
0: Nice noodle. Do
1: you remember Gurning?
0: Uh, Gurning?
1: Gurning? R- R- what's that um, thing that people used to? What is like that? that Gurning? Um, I think, How think it, it is. Do yeah, it in a donut. <laughs> <laughs> I look more Wallace and Gromit.
0: <laughs> that was uh, lovely. nothing sells a podcast quite like a visual joke.
1: What have we got for you guys? today, welcome back, welcome Hang back. on in the
0: saying one. that's mm-hmm. the pot calling the kettle black. The kettle's actually silver.
1: yeah, I've never understood that
0: and and my pots are silver as well. Oh no, I've got one black one.
1: and uh, my kettles It's my biggest one
0: <laughs> Not <missed> black teafowl, <laughs> <laughs> teafowl head. I think you you've are. got a bit of a teafowl head.
1: You're so horrid. You say all these awful things about me and I put the phone down or get rid of you. I do a little dance and then I realise that it's all about you, your t head, your big nose.
0: I've got a foul nose.
1: I'm on the rampage. I'm on the warpath today. You better watch out, Ando. <laughs> What have we got today? We have got Epstein and Randy Andy turning up once again, like a bad penny.
0: Oh God, like a bad, not very perspira- perspirational smell.
1: And um, a bit of the death list, which didn't record before the new year, so we couldn't bring that death to Death
0: cab for cutie. A bit,
1: of a bit of interactions and a wall of sex.
0: The wall of filth in Cornwall.
1: Cornwall of filth.
0: Absolutely. The <laughs> por- it's, it's Cornwall's porn wall.
1: Very good. Uh, I'll just tell you great wall of sex toys and see what you, where your imagination goes, shall we? You dirty birdies.
0: <laughs> I pictured a wall that was made exclusively of sex toys, all sort of like cemented together. Mm. And that's not what we're talking no. about.
1: Well, it's it's uh, interesting, to say the least, but I, I did like the headline. It was cheap. And I thought of you lot.
0: <laughs> On behalf of everybody, thanks.
1: What's been happening to you? Did you have a jolly Christmas?
0: I had a very nice Christmas um, and I had a very enjoyable um, sort of new year as well. It's all been good. Nothing terribly thrilling happened and there was quite a bit of work going on. But no, it was very pleasant, all in all.
1: I've become addicted to celeriac.
0: Oh, I love celeriac. Oh, celeriac's fantastic. Have you not? Celeriac and fennel are probably my two favourite things in the world.
1: You're so easy to wind up. Do you remember when someone... Didn't someone liken you to a celeriac when we were choosing which vegetables people looked like? (laughs) Was it a celeriac? I
0: don't don't remember, but it's quite possible. (laughs) And I would say that's perfectly reasonable. I see myself (laughs) as a living... Well, I suppose celeriac is living anyway. I see myself as the human celeriac.
1: Is it? It's not living when you cut it.
0: Well, okay. That reminds
1: me of a message I had. I had a message about necrophilia from last podo. Go on. When we were talking about Fuller, the necro the guy. electrician in the morgue in essex okay. um anyway you said you didn't think that necrophilia was bad because no okay i'm paraphrasing you there you yeah, said slightly. you said that de- it's not hurting the dead body so it doesn't matter yes and it's i had because i was having a bit of difficulty trying to discern what necrophilia was yeah, yeah. because i thought it was a fetish and i sort of did some
0: have you seen salt burn
1: no but i've had it Okay. Oh, that was no, sorry. That was some other chafing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is well, salt burn? It's this drama that you it, you need to watch it really, but there is there, there are certain echoes of some slightly weird stuff going. Oh,
1: on. okay. Anyway, is it good?
0: Ba- Anyway, no, back to me. Come on, I'm, just Jillian. in the,
1: me- the message said, it gave me a definition, a pathological fascination with dead bodies. I haven't had a cider or two, <laughs> which often takes the form of a desire to engage with them in sexual activities such as intercourse. <laughs> what kind of sexual activities should I do? And you said it's not like the dead bodies have any feelings. So that raised a small complaint. Go on, then. That it minimised the awfulness of what Mister Fuller did,
0: yeah. But the whole point of this podcast is we we are awful about everything and we minimise everything. That's the point. If you don't like it, fuck off and don't listen. I don't care.
1: Sounds a bit rude. Oh, that's your standard response to all our oh, complaints. Of course it is. But what am I supposed <laughs> to think say? Pick up a more imaginative <laughs> one. Who
0: is it who said it? I don't care who they are. Oh, I'm it, was, not it was
1: someone on my social media slid into. Okay, my well, DMs. fuck them.
0: You yeah, know, tell them to go fuck themselves. Fuck
1: you, podcast.
0: Tell them to kill themselves and then fuck themselves.
1: I... Oh, I thought it was quite useful to have the definition. I quite like that because I was oh, the definition, yeah, sure. Well, I
0: mean, but, but yeah, of course, it's disgusting. I mean, yes, it's disgusting, yawn, yawn. Crime, lots of crimes are disgusting, yawn, yawn. But we have a morbid fascination with them. We love to talk about them and we like laughing at people it's happened to because it's not us. Yes, don't but we? I mean, we're horrible it's you people. After Let's just die. be honest here. We are horrible he- people. Humans are horrible. And we might as well just acknowledge that and own it. So yeah, we if are horrible. I chooses, do like laughing at
1: to have I love laughing at other people's misfortunes, such as intercourse with you after you die. Yeah. Is that no issue? You don't. You think that's okay?
0: No, I don't think it's okay. But this is a podcast where we laugh about this sort of shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, would you I fuck a wondering... dead body up
0: the ass and get its, its dirty, um, dead shit on your cock?
1: <laughs> that's a very. Is that what you, is that question. what you
0: want to do? Shall we go there?
1: Is that what I want to do? That's <laughs> not. <laughs> where we were going. No, I don't want
0: to do I don't want to do that. Of course I don't want to do it. But the, if you want to talk about disgusting things, we mm. can do.
1: At least that's cheered me up a bit. Oh. Anyway, good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> someone complained. I'm glad that mental picture cheered you up. But no, <laughs> do I think anybody should have sex with a dead body? No, of course I don't. Do I think it's disgusting? Yes, of course I do. But this podcast is where we actually laugh at disgusting things because in some ways it's the only way to process them. And if you know anything about anything, you'll know that people who deal with really bad things all the time, like those who work in hospitals, uh, those who work for the emergency services, those who have to deal with really nasty stuff. People who have to live with you. you. They who have to live with me, which is probably the worst thing going out of all that list, they use humour to deal with that a lot because it's the best way to healthily, mentally process that. So
1: does thing. that help you get over your necrophiliac urges?
0: Oh, I don't have any necrophiliac urges.
1: <laughs> OK, moving swiftly on. Let's go from that. I might have another... murderous
0: urges when it comes to you. <laughs> Would you feed me to
1: the piggywigs? wigs? <laughs>
0: Anyway, moving swiftly on, yeah, oh. come on.
1: Yeah, Epstein, another... What about him? He, another dead a deaden.
0: He's a deaden, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, I said that with real glee. That's really not <laughs> Well,
0: <laughs> we are happy he's dead, aren't we? I, you know... <laughs> no, I meant his, that
1: the story in was dead, In commas,
0: suicide. Too. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, could it?
1: Oh, well, you know, Jizzy Busy, uh, his, I mean, his sidekick was... Oh, my God, movie. are you
0: about to be all pious and say, well, I really wish he wasn't dead?
1: Because <laughs> I wouldn't. No, that oh, I
0: wouldn't wish ill on anyone. Oh. Is that what, is that where you're going with this? Can we
1: can we stop the recording for a moment?
0: <laughs>
1: well, I'm truthful. Apparently, you're getting the truthful mitts today.
0: Absolutely.
1: In venus veritas. So
0: anyway, you know, or I'm sure all our listeners or sorry, our listener will know (laughs) that that (laughs) hundreds of pages of like legal documents, statements, stuff that's been sort of, you know, presented to the courts in the past have been unsealed this week after a ruling from a, a US federal court. And this is uh, 1300 pages of evidence Now, I in mean, amongst all this evidence um there is a deposition from a guy called juan alessi it takes juan to know juan
1: just <laughs> 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 juan alessi yeah
0: but juan alessi was the manager of um epstein's residence in palm strings Strings. Palm strings. G strings. That? I was um, Palm Beach. G right strings. I, I was thinking of G strings. And then I was thinking of Palm Springs. And somehow that became Palm Strings. <laughs> right. Juan Alessi managed um, Jeffrey Epstein's residence in Palm Beach. And he testified in among these 1300 pages that Prince Andrew, the Duke of Pork, who doesn't <laughs> supposedly sweat, stayed in the guest bedroom. Um, for weeks at a time, and, get this, had daily massages. Oh. I mean, you know, that'd be quite nice, just going somewhere, staying there, and effectively getting a massage every single day. Wouldn't that be nice?
1: I don't really like massages very much. I've had some really bad ones. And also, <laughs> too many Epsteins going, oh, don't you just want a quick massage when you're, like, in a nightclub or something? You go, oh, fuck.
0: Well, I, become... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like staying in a hotel when you can order sort of like room service and you just have to tick the box for the happy ending.
1: <laughs> would you tick it?
0: <laughs> every single... Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe every not. It would depend.
1: Si- you went every single time.
0: <laughs> it might depend how grumpy I was.
1: So hang on, what's Juan got to do with this? Did he get Juan?
0: No, well, Juan was the manager. So Juan was interviewed. Did he get none?
1: The... Is that what he's got beef about? Juan <laughs> shit. Just Juan get
0: that. One man for Juan. He was... so One
1: man and his none.
0: So Juan Alessi <laughs> told investigators in his deposition that was made, by the way, in 2009. So what is it now, 15 years ago? Yawn. He told, he told investigators that Prince Andrew and his ex-wife Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, were both friends of Epstein and, of course, our old, old friend, Jizzy Jelaine Maxwell. Jizzy Jizz! jizz, um, jizz jizzy Jizz! Jizzy So... Asked if they'd ever add in inverted commas, massages during visits to the Palm Beach mansion, he had told investigators that Prince Andrew did. He said that the Duchess had only once briefly visited the house, but Prince Andrew spent weeks there receiving daily massages. He said, I can't remember if he had more than one per day, but I think it was just a massage for him.
1: Well, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs>
0: Now I don't know if he means if that's the the emphasis there is on massage as in it was just a massage for him, or it, the emphasis is on him as it it was just a massage for him, or the emphasis on just as in it was just a massage for him. So we will never know without hearing it said in the um the words of the great Juan himself.
1: What I want to add is that these are all part of Virginia Giffrey's 2015. Civil lawsuit against against Epstein's former lover, Ghislaine Maxwell, who sentenced to 20 years in prison for recruiting and grooming girls for Epstein. She's been. Ms Jeffrey has been the most vocal of Epstein's accusers and settled an assault lawsuit against Prince Andrew for a reported. Actually, we, did we know this figure? Twelve million dollars, nine point five million pounds in 2022. Yeah, we did. did. You,
0: that was that was documented. Did we know that figure? So... Mm. But there is a bit more, because obviously... Oh, you know, uh, this is
1: important, sorry. The Duke of York, who stepped back from public life and was stripped of his titles over his association with Epstein, vehemently denies Ms. Jaffray's claims. And part of this is that he's been seen out over Christmas, like, emerging from his sorry hole. And yeah, but now you he's can crawl go- right
0: back into it, <laughs> can't you, <he>, now?
1: <laughs> I think that's the, <laughs> the nutshell, really, yeah. But the
0: thing is... Obviously, Virginia Giffray is the one we all know about, but there is there is more now because in one of the court filings unsealed, another accuser uh, referred to as Jane Doe three, says she was forced to have sexual relations with Prince Andrew while she was 17 in London, in New York, and on Epstein's private resort on the US Virgin Islands, ironically named, in an <laughs> orgy with other underage girls. This allegation is not new, and Andrew has long denied any wrongdoing he says he never met virginia Jeffrey also in the documents released on friday uh, witnesses described how people in epstein's orbit were directed to pick up girls to bring back for jeffrey tony figueroa a former partner of miss geoffrey virginia geoffrey that is testified that epstein and maxwell paid 200 for each girl that went to the mansion Figueroa says he was paid at the age of 19 to find and drive teenage girls to Epstein's house, where he often saw other young women. The girls, apparently, would chat with Maxwell for 10 to 15 minutes in in Epstein's kitchen before heading upstairs to provide a massage. Mr Figueroa says he assumed assumed the girls were brought to provide sexual favours. When asked whether any of them were legitimate, presumably qualified, masseuses, The legal papers show that he said, nope.
1: But they are very good at parading themselves in bikinis.
0: Well, I mean, and in in his deposition, Mr Figueroa said he often recruited girls from his own high school. He didn't ask their ages, but he said he assumed they were all between 16 and 19.
1: Mr Figueroa. Mr Figueroa. Who's named in the unsealed documents so far? Who have we got? Michael Jackson.
0: Uh, Donald Trump.
1: Stephen Hawking.
0: (laughs) Did you know that? No, I didn't know that He apparently
1: was doing a conference on the next island. Oh, wow. St John, St Thomas, St John Thomas. Goodness
0: me. Stephen, Um... come and show us your black hole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, he hopped over and attended a party. Bill Clinton.
0: (laughs) I don't think he did much hopping.
1: He rolled over.
0: <laughs>
1: did. I just want to see what the neighbouring island is uh,
0: I would like a happy ending yes a novel also a universe where you're funny <laughs>
1: okay. oh. don't do that because it might it my might, did it you might enjoy cut. my Stephen
0: Hawking impression
1: <laughs> it was worse than mine
0: oh and you give me your Stephen Hawking impression then
1: no thank you that was quite <laughs> good that was, that was quite good I didn't. I sounded like I was holding my nose, but I wasn't. Um, uh, it,
0: well, good job. That'd be a big job.
1: Big job. Big job. He hands. was also mentioned. <laughs> and Freddie Starr. Only, Star. Only joking. Only uh, <laughs> joking. But asked if she massaged him. And I, oh, hang on. This person has got a name, Miss Sueberg. Oh, okay. Uh, she replies, "I met Michael Jackson, adding that it was at Jeffrey's house in Palm Beach." But asked if she massaged him, as the, as she alleges she was forced to do with Epstein and others, she responds, "I did, I did not. Oh no, that's her. I did not." Okay, I can't find the island that he was also familiar. included
0: in the trove. Is a, t- a deposition from twenty ten from Adriana Ross, a former Polish model and Epstein assistant, who was described in a two thousand and seven agreement as a potential co-conspirator. She was asked if she was aware that President Clinton's former US National Security Advisor Sandy Berger had called at Epstein's house within three weeks of his police search warrant being executed. Ms Ross asked whether was asked whether Mr Berger, who died in 2015, had tipped off Epstein about the coming raid. She refused to answer. She was also asked whether she was aware that an Epstein friend flew three 12-year-old girls from France over to him for his birthday to sexually exploit, and that after doing so, he sent them back to France the next day. She replied, I refuse to answer. Uh, oh, my goodness. Ah. And the attorney suggested back. it was French modelling scout Jean-Luc Brunel who killed himself in Paris in 2022, who had sent over the girls. Oh, I mean, there's just more to come on this, isn't there? More I'm to come. I'm at
1: a photo of Johanna Sjoberg, who is actually really pretty. They've chosen quite a bad photo where she's blinking, which is a bit unfair. But she's another of his ale- alleged victims. I can't remember her name. Alleged victims. S J O B E R G.
0: F J O S for sugar. S J O E
1: O B E R G
0: Ah, Sjoberg. Oh yeah, she's kind of cute
1: Kind of cute
0: Okay, alright
1: Do you want me to fly her over or is she too old?
0: Uh, how old is she?
1: Well, I don't know now it Doesn't say anything about her age So I presume no. she wasn't underage Then, otherwise this article by Sky Would mention it <laughs> um, Former US President Clinton Was pictured socialising with Epstein Anyway, we've gone on Way too long on a story we found boring
0: Yeah, that's true Because it
1: talks about sexy time Sexy time, yeah. Would you like to see the wall of sex toys <laughs> in Cornwall? <laughs> <laughs> Commuters regularly making the trip along the A39 in Cornwall Will all be well aware of the mysterious mugs That sometimes appear along what's been dubbed Cornwall's Great Wall of China For many years now The display of mugs can sometimes be spotted on the wall At the side of the road between Playing Place and Truro Just after the Kia turning Nobody really knows who's behind the mugs Or why they appear Sometimes they aren't seen for weeks, months or even years on end before suddenly reappearing to put a smile on motorists faces back in december um cornwall live reported how this seventh wonder of the west country world made a return to the delight of passing drivers with nine different mugs lined up the display peaked in 2018 with as many as 40.
0: you know what i think
1: hang on i'm getting vikings on my bloody feed (laughs) however the weeks that followed the mugs disappeared once more but on new year's eve they replaced with an even more striking display Passing motorist Mark Woolcock <laughs> was driving along the A39 when he saw a row of dildos placed on the wall. He said after a long night shift, this cheered Sorry, us up nowhere on the
0: way home. Sorry, Mark Woolcock. That must be a joke. Woolcock. Yeah, but it sounds like Woolcock, doesn't it?
1: There are lots of people with the, the little... Ending of cock on their
0: name. Yes, there right. are, but a story about dildos placed on a wall. Yeah, I bet they the went, guy...
1: What's your name for the article? And he went, Mark. And then he, he the nearest thing that he could think of was Woolcock because he was looking at dildos. <laughs> yeah. He could have gone, Mark Dildo Head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sex toys well, were at call of himself. Problems. I
0: don't know, Wall Schlong or something. <laughs>
1: I'm Mark Schlong. Uh, Mark no, you're not. Schlong.
0: Um, the Uh-oh. sex toys were
1: in a variety of colours and certainly provided a chuckle up until their inevitable removal. Inevitable removal? Why? What about the Great Wall of Vagina? That wasn't removed, that was revered.
0: The Great Wall of Vagina? <laughs> covered, <laughs> covered in one of
1: our first podcasts. <laughs> We've had quite a lot of feedback about the Great Wall of Vagina. It was one of the moments where we peaked. <laughs>
0: but you know what's happened here, don't you? You know what this is. This will this will just be unwanted Christmas gifts.
1: <laughs> I hope they're not used.
0: It's like a, a sort of the latest for, version of fly tipping,
1: dildo tipping.
0: Absolutely. I'm just looking at them and thinking. So there's two pink ones and two purple ones. I'm surprised I can't see any black ones. Well oh, there is a black one. Were... No, no, there is a black one, but the dildo black one is more like a butt plug.
1: <laughs> it might be. That's a dildo, isn't it? Does that count as a dildo? The, or is a does a and butt, butt plug, plug
0: count plug? as a dildo? I'm not it's a, sure. It's, it does. Under <laughs> it's
1: under the sex aid umbrella.
0: It's under the sex aid umbrella.
1: Right. Should we go to the death list now? It's I in think the sex aid Mary... Venn
0: diagram. That's
1: a merry end. That's a happy ending. The death list is a list of 50 celebrities chosen by the death list committee. Uh, 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 Before the year starts, because they may die during the year. That's all you need to know. And this is the brand new hot off the press, the guillotine press. Candidates must be famous enough. Let's judge that for ourselves. Who's in at number one? Oh, actually, let's work backwards.
0: Oh, oh, should we do a countdown from 10 or something?
1: Can I just tell you that I'm really interested? Go to 40...
0: Four zero. No, oh, go
1: to forty one. On. No, just scroll down on that article with your oh, finger.
0: Okay. Brigitte Bardot, just like Brigitte Look Bardot. What, and they
1: state their job, which we really enjoy. What's her job?
0: Sex symbol. <laughs> and who's <laughs> just
1: who's just pipped Brigitte at forty?
0: I tell you what, to be age ninety, which she is, and still classed as a sexist symbol—that's pretty good going for well, it's Brigitte. Well, because she you hasn't done
1: anything else her. since except rescue cats.
0: Okay, well, she hasn't put a dildo on the Cornwall wall. Maybe it was her. Maybe she, she'd she be a good person to open the wall of dildos, wouldn't she?
1: She could be Bridgette Bumdo. <laughs> oh, God. Brigitte <laughs> yeah. Dildo.
0: Don't put could a big one the... in, Bridgette. You might have a prolapse. Hold, it. Hold, Day. That, hold
1: that thought. First, can we see who's at number 40 just above? Who's pipped Bridget.
0: <laughs> your your favourite granddaddy of them all.
1: <laughs> <Look at laughs> who's his...
0: described simply as a monster. <laughs>
1: Who could that be but the one and only? Joseph.
0: Oh, God, the amount of time you think about Joseph fritzl you,
1: you make me think about him because you say he's my favourite daddy, which is really disgusting. Uh, yeah, but he uh, is. <laughs> That's why you like it.
0: Tell, Okay, deny it then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just say he's one of your favourites.
1: Oh, my God, that was like one of the sickest crimes ever. I think I just slept badly after I heard that for about five years.
0: <laughs> Only because you couldn't stop thinking about him. <laughs> are you aware of what he did oh yes. yes i totally know what he did
1: yes okay go on now you can go on with so, the so well spied. no number
0: 20 of course so this is this list was published I mean, this is how impressive this list is it was published on the first of january and already out of the top 20 two have gone at number 20 Derek draper who carked it a couple of days ago oh. and then at number 15 glennis johns oh, yeah. who died
1: yeah it's
0: pretty impressive going
1: luckily we've still got noam chomsky
0: Yes, well, let's count down from number 10. We'll do it alternately, okay? So, at number 10, we have actor Robert Wagner, Um, age 94.
1: uh, Noam Chomsky, he's only 96, and his job (laughs) title...
0: Intellectual. (laughs) A sprightly Noam Chomsky.
1: I don't know all the other people, I don't...
0: At number eight, up from 16, we have 97-year-old Sandy Gall, a former TV news reporter and newsreader from ITN.
1: And at seven is jazz singer Cleo Lane.
0: Who's 97. She is. This one I don't know at all. I think this is an American one. Up from 18 to six, uh, her second time on the list, it's the Kennedy family's Ethel Kennedy or Ethel Kennedy.
1: Ethel. And oh,
0: str- straight in, in five at number five. In at Pope number five. Francis,
1: 88, two fat ladies, and his job <laughs> description is Pope.
0: He is actually the youngest in the top 10, which doesn't uh, bode terribly well for Pope Francis. At, in at number four, holding and hitting at number four, last year number four, this year's number four, is 98 um, year old economist Alan Greenspan.
1: And number three is Pete Murray, who's a British radio presenter I've never heard of. Oh, you must have you heard of
0: Pete him? Murray. God, nope. I can't believe you haven't. I know Alan Dave Greenspan. Murray. What a lifespan! But not Pete Murray though, <laughs> who obviously hasn't ever been honoured in the way that Tony Blackburn recently received his, I don't know, OB or whatever it was he got. Well done, Tony. Let's hear it for Tony.
1: Everyone loves Tony. Tony Everyone loves Tony. He really, yeah. he's he's very lovable.
0: He's, but he's, but he, but he has now become that thing, a British institution, because mm, really? he's just, he's just a king of cheese, isn't he?
1: Do you know I was on BBC London with him
0: were you? Yeah, and I just used well, That's to a real claim to fame.
1: see my way down the corridor next to him and just laugh at everything because I was so in awe.
0: Oh, that's sweet.
1: I know. It was really being in pres- in the presence of Radio Royalty.
0: I think you are- I think you were in the presence of Radio Royalty. Weren't oh no, you?
1: sorry, I meant him.
0: Down one. Hello.
1: You missed that he was in the presence of Radio Royalty.
0: Never oh you. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, down, so down one to two from last year's number one is 99-year-old actor Dick Van Dyke, who, Dyke. of course, appeared yeah. in Mary Poppins with Glynis Johns.
1: Dyke Van Dyke. He can also Dyke be featured in the Cornish Wall.
0: Not so fast, Mary Poppins, with yes. his worst U- uh, British accent ever. He his brought worst...
1: the British accent to America.
0: That Cockney accent. We talked about him, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah
1: in <laughs> years gone by.
0: Yeah.
1: And who's at number one, Ben pop pickers.
0: Hang on, I I, I haven't finished on Dick Van Dyke yet. So even Dick Van Dyke himself admits that his Mary Poppins accent was the worst ever ever recorded on film.
1: I thought he was really handsome.
0: Uh, Oh, he's no, he's very. I agree with you. I think he's very, very good-looking guy. Very thin. So he said in 2012, he he was talking to uh, American talk show host Conan O'Brien and he blamed his vocal coach on the film for butchering his chances of a good accent. He says, if someone from the UK ever sees me, they're on me like a pack of wolves. I mean, it was the worst Cockney accent ever done. But the guy who taught me was an Irishman. And he said, apparently, uh, he was trying to sort of do this accent, and the Irish voice coach was saying, yeah, that's great, you're fine, you're golden.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the
0: is, he... Obviously, nobody on the set had the nerve to stand up to Dick and say, "Hey, Dick, <laughs> that accent sucks." The big one.
1: It was actually Diamond on behalf of the Irishman because you just get. I've been in situations like that, and they're like, "Hey, Vicky can do this," and I'm like, "Um, okay, how much is it worth?" And then they go, "Oh, just choreograph this boy band." I kid you not. Yeah. And I just ran with the money after I showed them a few. How moves. much money did they give you? Well, I can't remember it's about 500 years ago. It's so okay, probably 20 quid. Um, I was forgetting can I say? how old you are? That I googled Noam Chomsky and because of my sausage fingers Yeah. what came up but Nim Chimpsky. <laughs> <laughs> apparently Nim Nim Chimpsky was a chimpanzee and the subject <laughs> of an extended study of animal language acquisition at Columbia University. He's a oh, famous okay. chimp who wears clothes.
0: Well, pretty much interchangeable. Then it wasn't. Sounds like an intellectual. (laughs) Okay, I've got a question for you. So, Dick Van Dyke has, despite obviously not being any younger, Dick Van Dyke has been knocked off the number one spot by ex-U.S. President Jimmy Carter, who is a hundred and who's gone up from number six straight in at number one. And why do we think he's gone straight in up to number one from number six?
1: Because he's hit his centenary?
0: I mean, he's... What That's he's, he's, happened? He, well, his wife, because his wife recently died, didn't she?
1: Oh, okay. I and the, that's that what they always say about old people, bit. isn't
0: it? When one carks it, the other follows pretty damn quick.
1: Oh, so um, but the thing is, when you do, I'll be going on for a lot longer.
0: Yeah, but we haven't been together quite as long as Jimmy Carter and his wife, and we're Almost. not married. <laughs> Almost, yeah,
1: but we're, we're like um, a celebrity marriage, aren't we, Ben?
0: Is that what we are? Is that what you tell yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah. Here, welcome to YDLMF with Ben Ando and... Are we
0: Are we sort of um, no, no, to Podcasting's Tom and Barbara Good? We're
1: all alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you've got to do it. Welcome to YDLMF with Ben Ando and...
0: Victoria Mitzi. That's
1: what they do on telly, don't they? Is it? Is that yeah. how they do it? Yeah, um, haven't you seen the, the breakfast sofa people? They do that.
0: I have seen them on The Breakfast Surfer. Okay,
1: and another interaction which I really wanted to feature was that we've had a lot of praise for um, our sound effects, which, because you love this podcast so much and listen to it so regularly, you'll know that there are some really rude sound effects which send you up quite a lot, and me. And um,
0: <laughs> I hope they so. are
1: they are the work of the wonderful... That sounds brilliant. The wonderful Terminator.
0: Yes. AKA oh.
1: At The Cherm.
0: Did um, the Terminator enjoy a Christmas glow-up?
1: No, but I know someone who did. We nearly forgot her. Thank no, you. No, I didn't. Look at you, you did. Doing that's the double why. I, guns at that's me. why I
0: cleverly brought oh. you back on track. Yes,
1: well, I've been like sitting drinking cider today in the daytime. I'm So, what am I? <laughs> what do you want from me? be the killer nurse. Oh. Yes, of
0: course. And she is, it's believed, says the Daily Mirror, that I, Lucy is Letby mine. is currently locked up in the privately run HM Prison Bronzefield Excuse me, do you mean Surrey. HM? I said HM, didn't I? No,
1: you didn't, you said H.
0: <coughs> HMP Bronzefield in Surrey after being moved from the notorious HMP Low Newton in Durham, with a source claiming she's been granted new privileges that other inmates are forced to wait much longer for, including a makeover. In keeping with prison rules, it's expected she'll spend at least 22 hours in her cell alone each day. That, by the way, included Christmas Day. However, she is She was blonde when she was pictured being arrested, but has changed her appearance, according to a source in the prison. According to the Sun newspaper, she's been allowed to have a makeover, dyeing her hair brown. And she has a single cell with an ensuite shower, desk and television to herself. This private TV has infuriated other inmates. According to the source, <laughs> this is brilliant, let me seem as happy as Larry. She's in a nice <laughs> cell and on her own. The facilities at Bronzefield are much nicer than most jails because it's privately run. She seems to be being treated with kid gloves because of who she is.
1: I think this article... You Is this the mirror that I sent yeah. to you? Right, I think this article's got it the wrong way around, and it's quoting The Sun as well, so do your own work. The top line on this is that she's been associating with... Other just as famous ne'er-do-wells. In October, it's claimed, let be formed a jail gang. I get to that. I know, I nicked it out from underneath your carpet.
0: Fine, go on then. You <laughs> oh, a new do you want all it?
1: Who are those people then, Ben? This is mine. So, I found this, everybody. She is reported to this. have
0: struck up a tight bond with baby poisoner Michelle Smith and... Shauna Hoare, who was convicted for her part in the killing of schoolgirl Becky Watts. Apparently the three were inseparable and spent months enjoying luxuries such as <laughs> sunbathing, that. karaoke. I love and my luxuries such
1: as sunbathing and karaoke. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> it's it's a good job they've been separated, said the source. They're the last people you'd want associating with each other.
1: I think they got on because they all believed they were innocent,
0: said the source.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god she
0: is what's known as a restricted status prisoner
1: they should be on suicide this, don't watch don't and actually and it, i was talking about like benefits and benefit system the other day and it was suggested in this conversation that it was more because i was like oh people should give the real story and what's more interesting is that I, I was told i was wrong on that that people wanted to know the truth about the people want to do down the benefit scroungers. And this is the same thing. They're luxury, prison, Like, she still is incarcerated. She, It says in this that the only people she has contact with will be, like, her visitor, whatever, you know, the person assigned to her, and some screws, and she'll be kept away from the prison population, except, obviously, her friends who she shares luxuries with. But it can't be that fun.
0: Well, I don't think it is that fun. Not so I fun think as fun as killing
1: babies but this... for her.
0: <laughs> yeah, but... But this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, we. this is why, if you, okay, we can, we've we talked about this before. I'm happy to talk about it again. Yeah. If you want, what is prison for? If it's to punish people, great. Throw them in a cell and lock away the key and make them wear a hair shirt. If you actually want to rehabilitate them to make them useful members of society, then you have to actually treat them with respect and educate them and help them to do things that will make oh, them yeah, useful. yeah, I forgot about out. that. So, I mean, she's never coming out. She's never going to be released, I don't think. And therefore, for her, really, prison is just simply a way of protecting other babies and, um, you know, punishing her. So that's fine for her. But, you know, this is the thing. The the jails that have the best or the lowest... So the best way of measuring the penal system is what's the reoffending rate. And countries with the lowest reoffending rate are in Scandinavia, and that's because they have the best prisons. They have prisons that are virtually like hotels where inmates get access to pretty much anything they want, can do courses, can learn trades and skills. And that costs high taxes, and people don't want to pay... People in the UK want to cheap out at every option. They don't want to pay high taxes, and they want to punish people. They're vindictive and nasty, and that's the truth. Well, can I
1: say that the reality of it is, as... Professor Yvonne Dukes, Professor of Criminology at the University of Bath, says in this article, at best, she'll be subjected to extreme bullying and intimidation because she's got a high price on her head in prison. At worst, she might be in quite considerable physical danger.
0: Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, Just like any sex offender or nonce.
1: But she'll just do it with her glow stick.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um can i please say that i f- i didn't get to the bit which i know you wanted me to get to about the Terminator sound effects oh go and, on then. um and how good they were that i've heard that from two separate people who are he's brilliant
0: to... no I'm, i've got nothing but time for phil and his sound effects
1: oh yeah so um you said you wanted to thank him profusely didn't you go ahead
0: thanks phil for your sound effects allow me to no hang on i have more to say than that thanks profusely for your sound effects. They're brilliant. Boing!
1: (laughs) (laughs) They actually are quite funny. You should try listening to them. I'm
0: sure they are. I don't doubt it for a second. It's not my fault I don't listen.
1: I think you're lying anyway. I just
0: don't like the sound of my own voice. No,
1: neither neither do we most of the time, but we like it when I'm here.
0: Oh, okay then.
1: You didn't let me finish podcast at gmail.com. Ah. Keep furnishing my inbox. Ah. And thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great new year. I you all way
1: into a happy new year.
0: Bye. And even
1: better new rear.
0: Bye. Bye.